0: Guys, it's your man Dave and your man Duncan from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And uh, for this album, Duncan and I have been checking out the new release from Brighton Quartet, Chalk Hands. And uh, the band's new album, "Don't Think About Death," will be released on March 18th. Uh, ah, yeah. bad
1: name for an album. See, as you say "Don't think about something,"
0: what are you doing, yeah, Dave? Thinking about kidding, it, unless that yeah. was their
1: plan all along. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, yeah. well played, Chalk Hands. Well played. <laughs>
0: uh march 18th via dog night productions and this is a debut album from chalk hands uh recorded in the early part of 2021 with now esteemed producer mr lewis johns uh, also responsible for Roll the Tomasi and Spalbard, employed yep. to serve, etc., etc. Yeah, a very busy guy. Yes, yes, yeah um, Don't think about death follows the band's breakout Burrows and other Hideouts EP and subsequent split single release in 2019. Uh, whilst the subject underpinning the album may seem obvious from the title, the manner in which Don't Think About Death considers mortality is far from so. Rather, it is measured. As a measured exploration of the multiple conflicts we accumulate just from thinking and not thinking about death. Some may lay that di- some may lie down in fear of it or choose to shut out to shut out the thought altogether. Others will find comfort in the communal knowledge of its ubiquitous inevitability and use that as motivation for making more with the time they have. The majority of us, however, experience both at some point or other as well as everything in between and the act of living with this dichotomy is what the record plays out. It's a mouthful. very
1: well written <laughs> press statement.
0: Yeah. Or like incredibly credit <laughs> Yeah, I had to actually think of it when I was <laughs> Yeah, I was like I, I liked it. I liked um, it a lot. But there was actually when I was reading the press release, um there was there was kinda one kinda line or quote in the press release that kinda kinda summarized it. this album what? <laughs>
1: did it involve boobs that's usually <laughs> how you get me if there's anything anywhere that says the word boobs i'm like now you have my attention i do the old do the old Leonardo DiCaprio from uh, what's it? what was the you know, the gift that he does from ah oh, fuck uh, Django yeah <laughs> he's like yeah that's me every single time every single you mention boobs i'm in Dave
0: was <laughs> it boobs no boobs All um, right. The uh, the line was thirty uh, five minutes of tender chaos. Yeah. Oh, you know
1: what sold that to me right there, thirty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've been doing some long albums of late, so you Perhaps. know. a
1: thirty five minute album. Duncan is all laughing,
0: in. all in, all um, in. Yeah, I thought it was a, a pretty good description for this album um, because, as, as much as like it has these like very kind of. Kind of beautifully haunting post rock type melodies that you know yeah. those it really kind of like fills your headphones when you're listening to it. Um, it does also have this other side that's quite kind of angular and quite fiery. Yeah. Um It kind of delves more into like into like kind of math rock and post hardcore. There's like there's be moments that kind of skirts around post metal at times as well too. Mm-hmm. But um and you can hear like hear those elements from the get go on this. Um the way they kind of maneuver between these kind of like very kind of jarring reminding me a bit of uh loma prieta those kind of types of kind of rhythms um Mm -hmm. into like clean kind of flowing pick guitars and uh, like a bass that kind of like kind of dots around the kind of melody underneath it all um and although like this this release has these kind of like like kind of kind of warm swaths of like ambience and there's this very kind of poignant kind of melody um that kind of more like energized kind of side of the band um, does come with that kind of like, like kind of sensitive side. Um, it, it's yeah. quite uh it, it's quite emotive. Um and Tots as, Mosh. T- <laughs> Tots and Mosh. It's a Tots the mosh album. <laughs> album. There's no, there's no
1: getting yeah. around it. Like it weirdly, weirdly reminded me of like the early 2000s where there was that swath of Glassjaw bands. Yeah, you know, Glassjaw came out, did their thing, and then there was just a sea of bands that were like, that's our sound yes um, yeah yeah i kind of remember and mostly in the, is the i think it's to me it's like part of it's the vocals but it's mostly yeah. the dual guitar work mm. like yeah. there's always something melodic happening with one of the guitars panned either to the right or to the left there's always yeah. something keeping, even when they go in that angular direction that kind of scratchier more aggressive kind mm-hmm. of almost type sound yeah The other guitar, for the most part, is still driving a melody right through. Mm. And they never Mm. really take their foot off that um, at all. And I think it's probably their... I don't want to steal your thunder here. It's it's maybe their greatest weapon, but in my opinion, a little bit of a hindrance. And we'll get into that
0: just by that stance a little bit later on, Dave. Interesting. Um, Yeah, I I found... I find I kind of found I got more emotion from the vocals personally. I liked um, there's a kind of almost kind of dual vocal. They've got um, Tommy and Antoine um, doing uh, kind of both both vocals on. Tommy on the that. French guy, yeah. Tommy is not the French guy. All oh, right. Um, I'm assuming that's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um But there's like there's a lot of. There's a lot of feeling comes through in the vocal delivery. Mm. Um, I kind of find myself drawn to the the tone of the vocals. Uh, I thought that emotion really came through on the album. It's honest. It's yeah, very much so. Like it's 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 quite. Um, there's there's moments on that are quite quite gritty and that's got kind of kind of hardcore type kind of kind of roar to it. Um, you'll hear that on the, the opening track, uh, "Feel Grasp Restore." Um, but then there's moments where they go into more kind of like spoken words um, yep. on a means to an end. And then you've got kind of very kind of delicate vocals on um, uh, a validity. Um And I think that they've really captured some really cool uh, vocal moments. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you can really hear that they're really trying to kind of bear their soul on those tracks. I really did like the vocals on the album. Weirdly, though, <laughs> it's very strange, but one of my favorite tracks on the album was the title track. Uh-huh. Um, which doesn't really have much in the way of vocals on it at all mm-hmm. it's like it's like 85 percent instrumental um but the the kind of music of it took me back um put me in mind a band called shells from like early 2000s mm-hmm. um they were a kind of british slash american uh, post-rock group um just like lots of kind of layers and textures all kind of woven together um, and then they kind of build it into this like kind of math rock type kind of frenzy at the end um, before bringing in the vocals for the last part they the kind of end of the song um, but they also bring in uh, some brass right at the end of that song um, which I, I absolutely loved I thought that was a brilliant idea bringing in the brass at the end again it put me in mind of shells a little bit uh, but for me that was like the kind of highlight of the album was that track which was quite surprising um, I felt like that track could have ended the album if I'm honest um, mm-hmm. there is one more track at the end called The Bridge uh, which is more of a kind of dark, kind of moody outro, um, which was, it was cool. Um, but I felt like the title track would have been a better option to, to end the album. It felt more kind of climactic for me. Um, I think the bridge would have worked better as a bridge <laughs> in the middle of the album, personally. But, oh, right. <laughs> um, that's just me. Um, but um, I felt like, yeah, the track at the end was cool, but like I felt like it should have probably ended on the track before. Um, production, um, like once again, absolutely brilliant production from up, yeah. Um This is like the perfect choice for this band. Like, mm-hmm. ha- like, if you look at his resume working with bands like Svalbard and Roll Tomasi, he's used to dealing with bands that are very varied in style, have a lot of kind of light and shade. And this is one of those types of albums. Um, and he absolutely nails it. You know, it sounds massive, but it's very balanced as well. The mix is really kind of spacious and clean but it's still got a bit of punch to it um and i loved how you could hear every kind of like bass lick underneath yeah. the kind of weight of all the other instrumentation i thought it was really cool um yeah he's a, a talented son of a bitch um and actually what i was thinking about earlier we've been on a bit of a kind of recent spree of interviewing producers on a, a recent podcast so uh-huh. i was thinking that might be a, an interesting guest to have on in the future if he's uh if he's up for it um, but yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed this for the most part I thought it was a, a pretty decent, for a debut album Yeah, pretty pretty good um, attempt um, I think they have A ton of potential um, And I think they've done really well to put across What type of band they want to be um, I don't think it sounds Confused or unsure of itself um, I think there's maybe may Lacking in a few hooks Here and there mm. um, It maybe does get a little bit familiar by the end mm. of the album um, But when I, when I hear tracks like um, the title track, Don't Think About Death, that kind of excites me as to what they will do next because it absolutely shows me they have what it takes to um, to make a, a great album and, and make a, another great record after this one. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do next. I um, quite enjoyed this one. Um, what do you think? What do you make of it? Yeah, for the most part I think I'm there with you.
1: Um, mm. I think like the first thing that really sold it for me is the production. I think yeah. is is very 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 clean. Um I think that's the the best way to describe the productions that we've heard mm. thus far from this guy is everything is it's just very audible. Yeah. Um and there's no point where I'm like, ah, you know, I really wish I could hear more of. It's just like there's a there's a real craft in that, and he, he nails it regardless of the the kind of setup. And yeah, granted that the bands that he's working with are ones that maybe have a bit more uh, complexity of the sound, but he really manages to distill it them to. Yeah. If I can't hear the guitar, then you can't hear the guitar, which <laughs> means there's no guitar. um I like a lot of this. My, I'll get my I'll get my likes out of the way. I'll, pivot back to some of my issues with it mm-hmm. um but yeah like i think it's a very emotionally weighty album
0: yep, like yeah. even
1: if you're not fully paying attention to the lyrics mm-hmm. of the album which uh, apparently i wasn't because i missed the entire song that was sung in french um just didn't didn't i was all about the vibe dave <laughs> i was in the zone um but i uh, you know you like at points i could feel the hair on the back of my hand you know and my arms kind of stand up at certain bits where there's just a there's a a a particular raw vocal line that comes over these really really powerfully emotive guitars um and a lot of that like i love digital guitar work um they you know at times playing very much the same thing for for heaviness but at other moments we'll just go off and explore space you know, and you, the, the production just really gave it room to do that. And I, I thought that worked very well for them. Um, I think when they need to kind of bring it in and get a bit gruff, they are very easy and able to make that transition and it works very well against their sound. Uh, similar to you, uh, Don't Think About Death is an interesting experimentation for the band. It kind of reminded me a little bit of like a darker Maybe She Will Mm-hmm. Uh, i really like that element yeah. of just them just building upon these different textures and ideas yeah and they certainly could have done more of that in here but then again this is a 35 minute album which yeah. i like the fact that's a 35 minute album <laughs> and you put more of them in there dave guess what that album gets longer um and i don't think that's a smart move not for this sort of music it yeah. did remind me of the early 2000s mm-hmm. and i was all, I, it's not emo but there's a way to these really and the u k almost had carte blanche when it come to a lot of these bands that were just really really rawly kinda emotive about what they did that somehow straddled kinda the the kinda post rock math rock and and, and kinda almost post hardcore world and they would mix all these elements in and they were very interesting a lot of those bands have kind of disappeared but these guys here like seem to be playing in that territory and i, I like that mm-hmm. i think every musician in this band is above solid um yeah. i love the drum work on this i thought it was really 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 good the production is once again chef's kiss it seems it's not overproduced uh it sounded natural it sounded weighty um and the, the guy was adding nuance to certain parts that i enjoyed mm. so from that point of view once again really really enjoy that my, my kind of issue with this one is that i feel that they have a formula regardless how the elements that they bring in whether it's a kind of a, a Matty posty rocky sort of thing that they bring in mm. uh against their their kind of post hardcore sound, um they do have a formula and once you've went through this album once i don't think it necessarily like, my, my score after listening to it once is exactly the same score I'm going to give it after listening to it three times. Mm, like, cool. I didn't, on repeat listens, feel myself being any further drawn into it. Yeah. Um, I, I delivered everything on one listen, mm-hmm. which, like, a selfish reviewer wants. You know, <laughs> you want that one lesson Yeah. Here's my score. Check, please. Um, and remember, tip your waiter. But I I, <laughs> I think, for, from my perspective, I was just i don't know with with bands that like carry that kind of emotional baggage you'd sometimes expect further depth the more you listen to it Mm. and that never really gravitated to me and once i was very aware of like the majority of songs that are not trying to do something different Mm -hmm. um are all five minutes long and i don't necessarily think they need to be that length i think Mm. they maybe overplay certain elements uh one too many times or the the explore space and an interesting way to begin with but maybe they spend a little bit too much time in that space and that is purely them that's this is a this is a reviewer's point of view yeah. uh, musically it's not it doesn't upset me to listen to it or i don't think it's bad yeah. i just think that at times the the indulge themselves a little bit more than i think is absolutely 100 necessary for the song mm. um and that's about it. Like, like I say, it's a, it's a, a really well written, really well recorded, um, and an interesting listen. Mm-hmm. I, I think, like yourself, that the the moments where I was like, right, that's an interesting choice, and the moments they don't do a huge amount on this album. But once it first album, yeah, you get, you know, you get out there, you put you, you, you like, it's, it's like it's like setting up stalls at a market. Like your first album is buy everything and then the next time you come to the market you're like well look, this didn't sell this didn't sell this didn't yeah. work out too great for me this is my niche yeah. this is where i go and i think there are elements here i it would not surprise me if the follow-up album is longer than this and contains more of those moments where yeah. they're exploring more textures and space they're very fucking good at it yeah uh, and another great british band another mm-hmm. great british band that are coming out with a debut which is really exciting so whilst i'm not like I'm not saying it is my favourite thing I've heard this month.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a lot to be excited about here. I think yeah. there's a market for especially post-Covid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think there's a lot of bands going down the hateful route, and there's a lot of <laughs> bands going down the, this is the cheeriest album you will hear route, yeah, and yeah. I think there is a gap in the middle for bands to start e- e- exploring vulnerability
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and emotion, and they have that in fucking spades. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Um, so scoring wise for this one, um, yeah, it's my my grade was kind of like kind of back and forth on this mm. one. Um, I started at one, and I, then I was there was moments on it I was like, oh, wait, actually this this is actually slightly higher, and I'm thinking. But then there was other moments where it kind of came back down. Um, but I think overall, I ended up about three point five out of five on this one. Um, I think I think it's a really good mix of styles. I don't think they, they push I, any of their styles too much or too little i think the balance is really good um, and i like that kind of light and shade they've got they're really good at that um i think there are some experimental moments on this which really work and um, the title track being one of them i, I love that um, that kind of build and i love the brass at the end i thought it was fantastic um, last track yeah I, I didn't really see the point of it to be honest i would have probably put it in the middle of the album if it was me um, but overall still thoroughly enjoyed this um for a, for a debut album, they've got a ton of potential um, I think comparing it to other bands of this kind of style I think um, they're still a little bit off But I think um, they'll absolutely grow And I think I think you're right I think after this album comes out They'll probably start to kind of figure out what type of sound and what, Or what worked from this album that they can yeah. use on, on the next one So yeah, overall I'm landing about 3.5 on this one
1: interesting enough i am coming in with the same grade it's a 3.5 for me um that's how i felt when i first listened to it after the third lesson mm. i was still sitting at 3.5 so it didn't right. come down at all it didn't no. go any higher but i think it's you know it's just, it's once again showing that the uk like a lot of scenes just now is is showing a great deal of diversity in it's alternative and heavy music and chalk hands are another band from the uk that just like are bringing attention and focus to this this, uh, this small island, Dave. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> 3.5 out of 5 for me.
0: Excellent. Um, so Don't Think About Death by chalk hands. Uh, You're thinking about it though, aren't you? I'm um, thinking uh, every about time, it. Yeah, every time. Uh, out on March 18th, dog nights productions um i'll put some links below to the the band's facebook um to the the pre-order and stuff for the album so you can check it out and uh, let us know what you think um check out the single check out the album drop some comments in below happy your thoughts and opinions on it that is the review thank you for checking it out and uh, we'll be back with another review very soon but until then take care speak decent bye everyone